Well, welcome everyone to our next edition of the Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. My name is Colin Clark, and I am really excited about this discussion. Uh, I am joined by uh, Patrick Airy of Empower. Pat, uh, welcome to the Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. We're going to be talking about advisor-managed accounts, uh, and we're going to do a four-part series. What is an advisor-managed account? It's, uh, you know, the natural evolution of retirement investing managed account and designed to really bring greater choice uh, to plan sponsors in a space that was very choice limited. You know, there's some jargon, right? Like in the industry about a lot of things and this is indifferent. So I'm just gonna get it out there right away that you will hear jargon about this called AMA or custom managed accounts, but we're basically talking about the same thing. And that evolution started with custom target needs, which, you know, they were a good idea but proved to be unscalable and somewhat limited. Uh, advisor managed accounts captures all the best thinking that custom target dates brought, but they are far more scalable and robust in the investment servicing aspects that they bring to participants. The offering itself, really kind of like the nuts and bolts of it, gives the advisor firm or partner the ability to white label the record keepers managed account experience. And the advisor, firm, or partner very much is taking on greater fiduciary roles, asset allocation responsibility, and providing a unique and tailored investment utilization that the specific advisor managed account is going to be accessing to bring to participants. And then lastly, advisor managed accounts are typically offered at a lower price point than plan sponsors would be able to access direct from an off-the-shelf managed account option. How did we get to this point in this evolution? In-plan advice offerings go back almost as old as target dates. You can trace the roots of certain now managed account providers offering in-plan advice to sponsors. Uh, However, full-service retirement managed accounts uh, were made available a little bit later. Most people would agree that 2004 was the first time that retirement managed accounts were made available in the DC space. And, you know, since that time, we've seen rocket ship growth, uh, you know, about 500 billion in managed account assets uh, are out there being utilized by plan sponsors and participants today. And like many other uh, investment offerings or investment servicing offerings, that AUM or, or that, those billions of dollars are really dominated by the top three players in, in the managed account space, which you know, again, I think really speaks to uh, the need for a new evolution and refinement uh, and what advisor managed accounts bring, as well as greater choice for sponsors to, to take a look at. So we, we kind of like looked at the evolution and, and literally, you know, since defined contribution or what we call DC plan has been around since the early 80s. Yeah. Participants who are ba- the baby boomers of the first generation retiring with defined contribution plans. Uh, we start off with like money market accounts, right? Yep. And sure. there weren't very many options. And then we moved to asset allocation models. Hey, I'm conservative. I'm moderate. I'm aggressive. And then the introduction of the target date fund. Yep. And what we call the, you know, then at 2006, we inter- were introduced to the, the qualified default investment alternative. Absolutely. How is there a need for choice? And why are we where we are right now from an industry aspect? uh, How is this a game changer? Yeah, for sure. So you set that up quite nicely as far as like where we were and where we've come. One one thing that I would would touch on that makes the time right 
for this is you mentioned the history of the investment offerings and it went from like very limited and closed architecture with the record keeper to open architecture to a proliferation of investment choices to a more centralized asset liability focused choice in the target date. But up until the 2008 and the global financial crisis, if you looked at a lot of the plans that were out there, they were just loaded up with a crazy amount of investment choices. Uh, the share classes may have not been the best possible ones for the plan and the participant, but the good news or a good thing that came out of the GFC was advisors and consultants were able to be added or plan sponsors recognize the need for outside help and brought in advisors and consultants to really clean up their plans, put better overstrike structure and really focus the vehicles and costs to be more aligned with the participants that were using them. I raise that because when we talk about advisor managed accounts, there are some advisor managed accounts that will absolutely be using that plan lineup to affect the personalized asset allocation for participants. And it's a really important consideration to think about where we were versus where we are now and how that's done. Uh, there will be some differences in those advisor managed accounts. And then off the shelf managed accounts will absolutely be focused on that plan lineup. So holistically talking about the advice in the managed account space, it's really important that our lineups and, and our plans are in the shape that they're in now. When you talked about, again, the movement and kind of getting to where we are and, and the need for choice and the rise of the advisor managed account, I really like that custom target date analogy because uh, like anything good in this industry, it comes up, it, it's created, it lives in spirit, and we, we learn from its strengths and, and we try to perfect its shortcomings. And with managed accounts having been available for almost 20 years now, we see that, right? And we understand the behavioral needs of the participants and that it goes beyond just investment management, that there are some basic financial planning that needs to go in place to help them have their most dignified retirement. So when we look at some of the strengths and, and then trying to better the shortcomings of the managed account, the advisor managed account is really doing that. It's leveraging the, the best pieces of the experience. And then it's strengthening that underlying chassis in fiduciary oversight and asset allocation to be more specific to that advisor's knowledge base of their plan sponsors and their participants and their need. So we now bring a greater choice to that population of sponsors and participants to say, you know, there is off the shelf options and then there are more customized and specific advisor managed account offerings for you to essentially have that benefit of choice and improvement to the sponsor community. Well, and that's a great segue into our next segment. And so as we wrap up this segment, you know, this is a fiduciary fitness podcast, right? So we're always acting in the best interest of participants, but you know, again, this is only a few decades old, this idea of defined contribution. So we've been collecting a lot of data as an industry, and we've had the rise of things like behavioral finance as a new form of economics in a way to analyze and understand how people behave around retirement and how they manage their money. And so, it, it you know, this whole theme of evolution makes a lot of sense. And so- yeah as plan sponsors are going to act in the best interest of their participants, this seems like the next phase. So uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, how these accounts are structured, 
uh, where they're available and kind of differentiate some of the things that you've thrown out there, Pat, yeah. about in-plan advice and managed accounts. So very excited about the next segment in this whole series. So Pat, thanks so much for the insight and the way we've kind of teed this uh, series up. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, coming back with our next you know, edition here. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic, and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial, Washington Financial Group, and Hub International are not affiliated in any way with the services offered by any guest on this show. Jeff, he's having to listen to this conversation. All right, hopefully that uh, hopefully Jeff can edit that, right? <laughs>